This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 112. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. If you are learning a foreign language, whether it's English, French, Spanish, Japanese, or or gibberish, as a friend of mine said the other day,、uh, then you're in the right place. You're going to get the tips and tricks you need to become fluent in that language from me. And my name is Ollie. I speak a number of languages myself. Currently on my ninth, and I'm here to help you with whatever it is that you need to reach the next level. Now, a bit of housekeeping today before we get into the question. First of all, I have released a book. A new book of English short stories. Now you guys have been asking me for a long time for this, so I'm very happy it's released.、Uh, there are eight short stories in English. It's aimed at intermediate and upper intermediate level. So if you are listening to this and you understand what I'm saying, then it's probably it's probably right for you.、Uh, it's the English is slightly simplified, and there are not so many really hard words. So it's you can basically enjoy. Reading whilst growing your vocabulary and learning English in a fun way. So to get a copy of the book, it is currently on promotion on sale for only ninety nine cents. That's less than one dollar, which is crazy.、Um, but there are only I think two days left, or even maybe even one day to get that. So if you would like to get the book of English short stories, you can look on Amazon for English short stories for intermediate learners by Ollie Richards. Or you can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash English Stories. Also, for those of you who were interested in the Fluent Spanish Academy,、um, I mentioned that in the episode a couple of days ago. There are 100 spots available in the beta testing group. Half of those have already gone. So if you are interested in joining the Fluent Spanish Academy, you will need to get your skates on because by the time you listen to this,、uh, it will be filling up. Once the spots go, then it will the、uh, membership will close down for a while, and then when it is re-released later, it will be more expensive. So definitely check that out. I'd like to thank also the sponsors of the show, the people that help pay the bills, and also the people that give me my language teachers every week, Italki, where you can get professional language lessons from the comfort of your own home, which I do on a regular basis.、I、had one yesterday, got another one tomorrow with Baggio, my awesome Cantonese teacher. If you'd like to get a free lesson, go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com/free-lesson. Now, that's enough preamble. Let's get into today's question from Peru from a chap called Mauricio. Hi, Oli. My name is Mauricio, and I'm from Peru. And I would like to ask you some suggestions to solve my problem. Well, I studied Portuguese around five years ago. And I was, I would say that I was very fluent in this language, and I, I was very proud of it because, um,、uh, my Portuguese level was pretty good. And and now I started to study French, and I'm studying it around like for more than one year. But the main problem is that since I started to learn French, I have serious problems with my Portuguese. As every time I'm trying,、uh, I'm trying to speak Portuguese, I'm always using lots of French words in the middle, and I really feel angry, embarrassed, and sometimes、uh, frustrated as I'm making many vocabulary mistakes that I hadn't made before, and I really feel that my Portuguese is getting worse. So, 
I would like to know what can I do to keep my my Portuguese level. Thanks a lot. Mauricio, thank you very much for a cool question. It's a recurring theme, isn't it, on the podcast about learning multiple languages. So I'll try to give a specific answer to this so that I don't repeat myself too much. Um, in episode nine of the podcast, Nikki, the wonderful Nikki, asked about keeping separate Kermanji and Turkish. And then in episode 109, Andy asked about learning French whilst maintaining his very, very polished Spanish. Now, both of those people are native English speakers. And so for you, Mauricio, you're obviously, I'm guessing, a native Spanish speaker. And you've learned to speak Portuguese well, so congratulations on that. Portuguese is, um, you know, I, I've known a lot of Spanish, native Spanish speakers who learn to speak Portuguese. It's very similar to Spanish. Um, and so for you guys, it, it's it's not the hardest language in the world. I'm, I'm guessing, like, I, I would have thought that you were able to learn to speak Portuguese quite quickly and quite well. And so there's kind of a danger with that, you know, because when you learn a language that's very similar to your own, what happens is that you, you don't have to, because your, your brain can switch quite easily to this new language, you don't have to go through all of the struggle that other people have to. So, for example, for an English, a native English speaker to learn Portuguese, they have to work a lot harder because they have to like learn these new Portuguese words and find ways of anchoring them in their brain, memorizing them. So it takes longer, but the, the lasting connection, I think, is stronger. And so what's probably happening now with you is that because you're learning French, which is more different than Portuguese from, from Spanish, you're finding that you don't have these... Like you're realising that the depth of the Portuguese that you know is not as strong as perhaps as you thought it was. And I have experience of this myself because um, I learnt Spanish before I learnt Portuguese. And my Spanish was really good at the time. And then I subsequently went to Brazil and learnt Portuguese. And my Portuguese got really good as well. I spent a long, a kind of intensive period learning Portuguese. And then I remember one day I went back, I got on a plane and I went back to London and I met my Spanish friend, Patricia, and we spoke in, we caught up and we spoke in Spanish. But she, I remember she just turned around to me and said like, ¿Por qué pasa con tu español, tío? Like, what is going on with your Spanish? Like, she just... Because <laughs> I was speaking Spanish, like, in using Portuguese grammar. And it was all over the place. Um, and I remember... I, I, I must have... I remember it because it, I would start to use verbs in the infinitive form, like you do in Brazilian Portuguese, and, and putting the, the, the pronoun before the verb, which is a very common thing to do in Portuguese, but not in Spanish. So if you would say, like in Portuguese, something like, Você tem que me falar para eu poder aprender. Which, which is saying, you, know, you have to speak to me so I can learn. Você tem que me falar para eu poder aprender. Uh, I would say, what I would do is I would say in Spanish, uh, something like, Tienes que me hablar para eu poder aprender. Which is totally wrong. Say, Tienes que hablarme para que yo pueda aprender. Uh, the grammar is different. It's kind of subtly different, but but different nonetheless, right? And I remember, so I was speaking with Patricia in this kind of <laughs> weird mix of Spanish and Portuguese grammar. And so d despite being very strong in these two languages, I still totally mix them up. So I realized that was a, a good lesson for me because I realized that it doesn't matter how strong your languages are, you they can still be mixed up. As, and the closer the languages are, the 
easier it is to mix them up. So what happened after that was because I, you know, I'm a musician and I, at the time, was always playing lots of uh, Brazilian music, bossa uh, nova, samba here in London, and I would go out and I would play music in the evenings. I'd go to gigs and I'd always be surrounded by Latin American friends, so Brazilians, Colombians, Ecuadorians, um, and we would like have Portuguese and Spanish going on all night. So I got, I very quickly kind of got used to having to switch like from Spanish to Portuguese, from Spanish, Portuguese, like back and forth. And I don't remember really how long it took. It was probably a process of, of, of a few months. But I remember that after that, after a certain period, I went from totally mixing up both of them to being able to switch like very, very well between the two without any trouble at all. And, um, like so much so that people, you know, I remember people would turn around to me and go, how can, how can you do that? How is it possible to switch between those two? Like, because even the native Brazilians and, and, uh, Spanish speaking, um, South Americans there, they, they couldn't do that. And I, and it was, the reason I could do it was because I spent like that period of a few months or whatever it was, like every day or every week at least practicing switching. So I learned that learning to speak and maintain two languages, two similar languages, is almost like learning a new language altogether. Because you've got to train your brain to keep them separate in your head. All right. So for you, Mauricio, you've got your Portuguese and it's it's still there in your head. So don't worry about it. You know, if you went to Brazil within a few days, you'd be back to normal. So don't, you haven't lost it. What's happening is it's kind of mixed up in, in your head. So what you need to do is to I think focus on your French and you need to get your French to as good a level as, as you can. And I'm sure you'll be able to do that because, you know, you, you speak great English and you speak good Portuguese. So you'll have no problem learning French. Get your French to a good level because in order to use two languages together properly, they have to be at a good level, right? So get your French to a good level. And then what you need to do is focus your time every week in using both Portuguese and French in real situations. Now, I don't know how you're going to do that. It might be a question of going to language events in your hometown or having italki lessons on Skype, for example. Whatever it is, you need to, the only way that you're going to keep your Portuguese, your, your Portuguese and your French separate and accurate is by using them both together uh, in your daily life. Right? There's no other way around it. That's uh, that's all I'd say. Like, it really is as simple as that. You know, you you might be able to invent exercises to get around it. You could try doing things like, you know, if you're walking down the street and you 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 think something in Spanish, you know, say it to yourself in French and then say it to yourself in Portuguese. I, I do that kind of thing sometimes, but it's all kind of very tangential. It's, it's not addressing the real issue, which is that if you want to speak good Spanish, uh, good Portuguese and good French and keep them separate, you've got to be using both of them in your daily life. All right. So I hope that helps. Um, if you would like to ask me a question, the place to do that is I will teach you a language.com forward slash ask. Um, there are a few questions in the queue at the moment, but not that many. So if you'd like to get a question in, there is, this would be a very good time to do that. You can do it from your phone or from your computer. Um, and at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. But I think today what I'm going to do is suggest to you, if you are learning English, go and pick up a copy of English Short Stories for Intermediate Learners. It's my new book. You can get it for just 99 cents for the next couple of days. Um, after that, it's still cheap. It's like 
$3 or something on, on Kindle. It's a bit more expensive on paperback, um, but then you, you know, you get the physical book, so it's worth it. Um, so I've been working very, very hard on this. All you guys learning English, some really fun stories for you, and, uh, hopefully you will really enjoy them. Hopefully it will help you improve your English as you'll be reading a lot. Definitely send me an email. Let me know how you enjoy the stories. I'd love to hear from you. To pick up a copy, go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash English stories. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. Take care.